Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Monday and, well, the market gave up basically. It was going good this morning, but unfortunately, it kind of reversed and eh, we're kind of back at where we started. I thought we we're going to get a follow through day, but it doesn't look that way. So, it's just one of the, it's just one of those things. Um, you know, it's it's just a tough market to trade right now. There's a lot of um, you know, there's 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 a lot of uh, um, issues with um, you know with with just kind of everything right now. So everything, a lot of stuff is up in the air, and uh, you know, I wish it were I wish I had better news, but uh, hey, it is what it is. So for some reason that didn't let me do that. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can do. Well, goodness gracious, I'm trying to get. Uh, there we go. Oh, I'm trying to get uh, the slides up here. So just a minute. Hopefully that will be up and we'll get it going. So it didn't like didn't like way I wanted to do it. So we're gonna try it again here. We're gonna we're gonna try it again and see if we can get these slides up. There we go. Okay, now hopefully, there we go. All right, we're up and running. <laughs> we're up and running with the slides, so um, we'll just go through them real quick. Uh, basically, you know, we're still in a correction. And, um, you know, the Dow de declined today. We thought we were going to get a follow-through day on the, on the Dow. Uh, some of the energy stocks, the oil stocks, were looking strong this morning. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of a, it's kind of a deal right now where just a tough market to trade. Um, you know, the cues are off, uh, the spiders off. I do have one good thing to say though. And, uh, well, folks, first, first look at the cues, the cues made this rally attempt on Thursday, Friday went down and unfortunately, um, today it went down. So the rally attempt maybe have failed on the QQQ trust is down about 0.7%. This is a key one because this is where all of the uh, tech stocks live. Basically, it's the 100 largest stocks. Now, I was buying Microsoft on Friday. So hopefully that was not a stupid move. But, uh, you know, it's pulled back. And what can you say? Uh, what can you say? It's just a tough market to trade. The Spider, which is the S&P 500, that's, you know, the 500 largest stocks. That's also off. So that's not looking strong either, unfortunately. So we're down there. The Dow is down as well. So all three major indexes are down. And that means maybe we're not out of the woods yet. We may we may be not getting that. Uh, we, we thought we were going to get that uh, follow-through day, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I do have one that's going up, though, and that is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. And, of course, the GBTC holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So a lot of people out there are saying, hey, you know, I may not totally believe in Bitcoin, but, you know, I, I, I definitely see what's going up and what's not. And this is definitely in that category. So, you know, this is one thing that, you know, you might be able to look at. Um, it's still, I believe, I'm going to do some more anal uh, analysis on this. Still, I think, in a buy zone. I was buying this on Friday. Um, well, Thursday and Friday, we have some nice uh, volume increase here, up 32%. So this holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoins, up $2 today, 
37. So very significant amount that uh, that the GBTC has moved up. Here's what I currently have. And I don't really have a whole lot of things. I did increase my position in EOG resources. I do like this. It was up earlier today. It's not so much. Um, Salesforce, for some reason, <laughs> has moved up today. I don't know why, but it has. Down a little bit on Microsoft. Down a little bit on Robert Half. GBTC, of course, is... Uh, is is moved up and MGM is basically basically even nothing really going on there nothing nothing really really going on there so um, you know this is tough market to trade I'll be honest with you um, you know just uh, just difficult so let's without further ado let's get to some of the questions and um, you know see what we can see what we can see here uh, with uh, you know with with that so let's see if I can. Oh, goodness gracious. I am still, let's see if I, it's going to let me do this. Um, what greatest, goodness gracious. It won't let's see if I can sometimes, sometimes I can't seem to control this as well as I'd like to. So I, I don't, hmm, okay. I'm trying to not use this one. So let's see if I can get rid of that. Okay, good. All right. So let's see if I can get the charts up. That's what I need to do. And I'll hopefully have those up in just a second here <laughs> as, as I fumble through everything. Okay, so let's look at net. Of course, this is um, Digital Turbine. And uh, let's take a look at the chart on it today. Nice action on it, actually, today. Um, it was up. It's off a little bit after hours, but it seems to have broken above the high point here, 371.07. Not really a buy point on this, but this is looking very good. I don't know for what reason it is moving this way, but it is definitely moving. It's definitely moving correctly. Uh, I like the fact that that we do have a little bit of decrease in the volume, but the volume is high, but we're decreasing. So fewer and fewer people are willing to sell. Okay, so definitely moved above there. Can this, can this, is it still on the trend line? So let's kind of draw that trend line in there. You know, it looks like it's a little bit of top of its range. So I'd be careful adding here. The, this is the buy point. This is the the um, the consolidation buy point. Stage one is at 95.77. So we're very extended above that at 144.27. This is a very good stock, but we are extended. Very nice checklist, 89. Here's what I do. If you're not in this stock already, if you're not in this stock already, I would not get into the stock because we're extended. This is the buy point. The buy point on this, 95.77. This is the buy point. So we're, we're pretty far extended above it. It did it did break. See, this is, the, this is the danger that you have when you have a stock that's really extended. It, it'll move up here, and then it'll lose its support. And then it did find some support, and it's, it's moved up higher. But right now, if you have the stock, I obviously would hold it. I wouldn't do anything there. I wouldn't add here, though. I just don't think this is a good place to add. I wouldn't buy this one anew. So here's what I would do. You know, if you have it, you're good to go. You know, keep on holding it. I would not add to this position. The stock is extended, and you know, it's just it's just one of those things where it is extended. So, um, you know, this stock is extended. You don't want to initiate a new buy here. You don't want to initiate a new buy. It's just it's just not a good place to do that. Uh, to do that, but I thank you for that question. Let's take a question from 
TikTok and some and R one o eight five seven. I guess that's the number. Uh, is interested in the trade desk. This is an interesting stock. This this split ten for one. And of course, we had a we had a play on that. I want to show you this. Not many, unfortunately, a lot of the these stocks are not doing as well today. This one is below the the um, the 200 day line, so I just don't think you can buy this here. It looks like it may be making a reversal. You know, you could do an aggressive reversal line there, potentially. You know, so you could you could you could potentially you know set an alert on that line. Um, let's see if I can get it. To go. You could potentially set an alert on that line. Let's see if it. Okay, well, it's not going to let me do it. Okay, so you could eventually set an alert on that line, but basically, this is just a watch list. Yeah, I wouldn't buy this right now. Uh, I just, I wouldn't buy this one. It's just a watch list. So, really, that's really where you got to go on this one. A watch list only for this one, just because this just does not look. It doesn't look that good. I mean, it's uh, it's below the the. I just don't like to buy below that um, that uh, two hundred day line. It's just uh, it's just not a good place to buy. It's just not a good place to buy. Any thoughts about Facebook? This is also coming from TikTok. Um, by the way, if you're looking on TikTok and you want to see the charts that I'm showing you, just go right here, YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor, or you can go to my profile, click the link. And go all the way down to the bottom, and you can see the live as we're doing it right now. So let's look at Facebook and take a look there to see kind of what's going on. Gosh, not a good chart on Facebook. I'm going to show this to everybody here. Just as you can see, I've been sold out of Facebook for a while. You see setting up, you know, I did the buy stop limit, but it is just in a, not in, it's in a downward trend. So this is just not a buy right now. You gotta wait for the bottom. Don't don't catch a falling knife on this one. You know that's that's kind of what I recommend right now. Um, at least for right now, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, don't catch a falling knife. You know, and that's and that on you know on Facebook. So it, it's just you know, boy, that's uh, that's always it's always tough, but. Uh, you know, just don't catch a falling knife on this one. We have a downward trend, and we have we have it hasn't found its bottom yet. So, Facebook is a no go. Uh, it's only got a 67 checklist, which normally is good enough for me, but in this market, we're in it. We're in a downward trending market, so I can't I can't recommend it. Don't buy Facebook. Um, if you have profits in Facebook, you might want to lighten up a little bit. Possibly take some profits here. Uh, might not be a bad idea. Um, just not looking good. The chart does not look uh, does not look good. Unfortunately, I just have to be honest. Hi, Jim. What sector is going to go to move? Um, okay, great. That's a very good question. Thank you so much. Um, you know, that's the thing right now. And 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 if everyone's been with me for a while, they'll know that I'm very sector conscious when it comes to you know, kind of what I like to see in there. So let's kind of take a look in at the, some of the sectors, which, what is doing the best, what is not. And I'm just going to go to the sectors. Now, the stock market uh, is basically uh, the IBD, the Investor Business Daily, divides the stock market into 197 different sectors. And each of these sectors, of course, is ranked. So uh, I want to show you the ranking that we currently have on these sectors. Currently, the top sector 
in the market is energy coal. But the problem with investing in energy coal, to be honest with you, is that in this sector, there really is only, there's basically only one or two, there's only six stocks. So it's very thin and, and, and many of these stocks are not that widely traded. So it's, it's, it's the kind of thing where you, it's just not as, you know, it's not as easy to trade because of the fact that we have, um, you know, we only have six stocks. So the area that I've been really concentrating on is the oil and gas. And, and three months ago, this was the number one sector. Currently, it's the number two. So this is the sector. 1310 is the, is the number of this one. This, this this setup. So I want to look at 1310. And I can do that just by, I'm just going to go over here and I'm just going to code G1310. And this is the oil and gas area. And I want to look for good setups. This is the entire thing. As you can see, it's been moving very nicely up. The relative strength in this sector is 99. That's the best. And the question is, what makes up this sector? And why am I interested in buying these oil and gas stocks? Well, um, even though EOG went down today, as you can see, that was the largest cap stock. So that's the part of the reason I was in there, uh, it, it, that, that I was in that. And I want to show you the chart on EOG so I can show you that. We did, we did get a little bit of resistance today, but EOG resources right now, and I want to show you this, EOG resources right now is in a buy zone. Okay, it also has the largest cap in terms of now it did it 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 shot up today and it pulled back but I still like this stock a lot and the reason I do it like it is it has a 100% checklist the stock EOG resources currently has a 100% checklist and this is a very hard market to buy in I'll be honest with you this is this is a very very hard uh, market to buy in but right now uh, EOG that's uh, has a 100% checklist in the number two sector and is in a buy zone currently. So this is the reason this is this is the this is the reason I like it because you know it's kind of got it's kind of checking all the boxes. That's not to say there's not other great stocks in the oil and gas. There are, and I want to show you some of them. But this one I think you want to put on your list is EOG Resources. I've been I've been acquiring this one. Uh, I didn't I, I didn't note this here, but I did buy it today. I've been buying it as it's moved above that eighty-seven ninety-nine buy point. So I've been I've been actively buying this. Uh, I've I've been actively buying this this one. So let's go back to the, the whole group here, this oil and gas US ENP, which is basically, uh, you know, basically the group that, that we're looking at. This is the number one group. This is the number, actually number two group in the market. So I'm going to look back to see what are in there. Well, EOG is in there. Pioneer, Devon, these are all good. Fang. Now, I did sell out of Fang only because I wanted to buy more EOG. That's the only reason I did it. Uh, but as you can see, the big ones are very, very good. Let's look at uh, let's look at PXD. This is Pioneer. And unfortunately, this is the reason I'm not acquiring Pioneer right now. It's a good stock. It's just above that 
buy point, that 175 buy point. That's why I'm not acquiring it right now. Uh, but in general, this is also very good. So let's see if we can find, besides EOG, let's see if we can find one that's in a buy zone. I'm going to take a look at Chesapeake. This is one of, well, that's a little bit above it. So I can't really, that's not, it's got a strong checklist, but it's it could be better. So let's look at Devon. Devon is the number three. Yeah, and Devon is extended too. Good stock, just extended a little bit too far. Let's go down here. Now, I did sell my, my position in Fang. It's also extended. Uh, yeah, see that? You can see where I sold right there. Okay, so that's also, so, so currently right now, the, the stock I like is EOG. The stock I like is EOG because it's right in the buy zone. It's in the second top sector and it's buyable. So that's one of the reasons why uh, EOG might be a place to go, um, you know, to, to, to go for kind of some, some shelter as it were. So let's get back to the questions here. Thank you very much for that question. Let's look at JP Morgan. Now, Samuel, I, in our in the Discord group this afternoon, we were talking a little bit about J.P. Morgan and the problem that I have with the money center banks, and 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 again, I don't know enough fundamentally about this, but I the re, here's the thing: the, the these banks should be going up. Uh, this is one of the oil and financials are two of the best sectors. But here's the problem that I have with J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs and other money center banks: many of them have loans in China. And the, they've lent to money to Evergrande, and 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 these these loans are in dollars, so the Chinese have to pay back in dollars. The problem is, with the slowing economy, the Chinese don't have as many dollars to pay back with. They don't. They you know, the 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 shipments into the United States are falling, and unfortunately, that's how they earn their dollars typically to pay back these loans. So I'm very concerned. I'm very, very, very concerned. Um, uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very concerned with this this situation regarding the dollars uh, that are out there. So what I'm seeing is I'm seeing, uh, you know, a lot of flight away from, you know, into the crypto, also into oil, and those are the two areas. Now, obviously, these are inflation hedges, um, but one of the advantages of oil is that oil, the prices of oil are going up and the, the more, the, the more the oil costs, of course, the more dollars that they're going to get, the more they're going to be able to pay this back. So the problem that I have with the financials, the problem that I have with them is that they've made these huge loans to some property developers in China. And again, I don't have all the particulars. I am not an expert in this at all, but I'm very, very leery of these international banks because they periodically do this. They lend lots of money to either sovereign borrowers or borrowers that can't pay it back. And I think that's the situation that we have potentially in China. So I am very, very worried about uh, buying JP Morgan. Now that said, <laughs> this has a very nice pattern. It has a, it has a double bottom pattern and it looks like it's going higher, but it just dropped below the 10 day line. So I'm kind of, at least for right now, I'm steering clear of the money center banks, not the banks, but I'm, I'm right now, at least for me, I am steering clear of the money banks, but you know, I think, you, I think uh, you have to be very careful Very, very careful. 
uh, with the money center banks with China exposure. Because here's what's happening. Um, as you probably know, in China, what I suspect is going to happen is the uh, Evergrande and Fantasia and some of the other um, the other banks out here are going to have issues paying back their debt. There's going to be a lot of defaults, I believe. Again, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not an expert, but I just don't think they have the dollars to pay this. Now, they're trying to sell their units, but the problem is there's not a really a good market. So we're going to start to see a collapse in many of the Chinese-backed property companies. So you got to be careful. Now, why is that? Why why is that a concern with the money center banks? Well, the reason is is because the, these banks are amongst the largest in the world, and they typically lend outside of the United States. And one of the areas that they do a lot of their a lot of their lending and a lot of their bonds and that kind of thing is China. And if they can't pay back in China, guess what's going to happen? These these uh, banks in the U.S. are going to have problems. I know that Goldman Sachs has probably the most exposure, but J.P. Morgan, I am I am not totally convinced that they they don't have a lot of exposure. So with the banks, I typically like the regional banks better than the money center banks. Um, J.P. Morgan is a money center bank, and I just think it's going to have issues. And and I'm I'm just I'm just really leery of it. So that's my that's that's my take on J.P. Morgan right now. I think that it's setting up well, it's doing well, but there's this potential with this exposure in China that I just think is absolutely frightening. <laughs> and the thing about a bank is that if everything is going well, it works. But boy, when when the dominoes start to fall, banks are some of the weakest stocks out there. I'd rather I'd rather put my money. I'd rather put my money on oil because oil is probably going to go up and possibly Bitcoin. And the great way to get in uh, the great way to get exposure to Bitcoin, even if you don't, you know, have a Bitcoin account at Coinbase or anything like that is with the GBTC. And, and the reason I, the reason I like this is because this allows you to have Bitcoin and things like your IRA and, and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not recommending this. I'm not a financial advisor here, so don't take this as gospel, but this is the GBTC right now. As you can see, um, this is my aggressive entry level, basically. And I said it basically on nine one. My aggressive in, in, entry level would be about four, um, 41.18. Now, it just moved beyond that. That's just, I mean, I bought on the 6th, which was basically, you know, uh, you know, I basically bought on the 6th at 42.57 with a stop loss at 39. Currently, we're up about uh, $4, four, almost 5% today. Uh, and it's strong. So 44, I still think you can buy at this level the GBTC. So that's one of the ones that, that you know, I don't know, you know, that's one of the ones that's looking fairly good. So anyways, that's that's kind of my take on it. Hi, Jim. How do you feel about cryptos like Cardano? You know, here's the thing, Ella. Um, I really don't cover all the cryptos because, and and, and there's, you can definitely, do, crypto is is essentially um, a world unto itself. You can do a lot of great stuff with crypto. Um, here's what I do. I really only look at two cryptos right now. That's Erythium and the and and Bitcoin. And they're basically and I use and the way I do them is I trade their funds. So let's look at Erythium. Now this is also a uh, this is this is um, this is also a great way. Uh, let's see, great way to play it. E E 
T8, I think it's erythium. Yeah, there we go. Oops. Let me, let me pull this one up here. Uh, ETH. There we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's GBTC, so that's not it. Uh, let's look at erythium. ET. Oops. ETH. E. There we go. ETHE. <laughs> okay. Here's now the reason I like the, the, the GBTC better than, than this one. First of all, it's, it's larger. This also represents the Grayscale Erythium Trust, represents about 4% of the world's back of erythium. It's been trending sort of downward. So I don't, I don't like that. So for an investment, I think really right now, the way I'm doing it, now I'm, I'm not uh, doing it directly, is with the GBTC. And I do like the GBTC. I do think we're going to see a significant increase in the value of the GBTC. I think we are. I, and I think we can easily come back. Um, you know, we can easily move over 58. I'm probably going to be moving into it more. We've got a relative strength of 97. The chart on this looks fairly good. We're finally above that 200-day line. So I do think that the GBTC is a buy right now. And that that is a way you can get very good exposure to Bitcoin itself. I think I like to go with the premium product. And right now, in crypto, the premium product, of course, is is uh, is Bitcoin. And but unfortunately, it's fifty five thousand dollars and above to get to get one of those. So this is a way you can own it in a very fungible way. So um, you know um, you know currently, uh, I like. GBTC as as a way to own as a way to own Bitcoin. And you know, um, you know, of course, you can own Bitcoin. You know, if we if we were doing this a few years ago, you know, you would have just bought it. You know, you would have bought two or three thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. But I didn't do that. So that's how I'm owning. Bitcoin right now is through the GBTC, and I do think it's a buy right now. So that might be something that you could you could possibly possibly do. All right, let's look at Goldman Sachs. This is a problem. Uh, you know, I like Goldman Sachs in general. I had Goldman Sachs earlier, and I did sell it. And the reason I did sell it earlier, and I and I could show you this. The reason I sold it is because I didn't realize the extent to their exposure to this Chinese debt. That was the problem. And as you can see, I, I, I bought a full position here. I sold it out as it pulled below that 21-day line, and, it, and, it's, and it's trended lower, unfortunately. Um, you know, I, I bought it on its way up, and then, and then I've been selling it. So right now, I'm a little bit worried, to be honest with you, about Goldman. I really am. It still has a very good checklist, and defaults have not hit them yet. So, you know, I may be just, you know, I may be just overly cautious here. I may just be overly cautious, but I do think that they have extreme exposure to the Chinese debt market, and this is a problem. And and you know, other everything else with Goldman looks very very good, but I just don't like the fact this exposure to the Chinese debt market. The Chinese debt market is set to implode, and um, you know, it's going to be very ugly. It's going to be very ugly because the 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 Chinese property companies have to come up with a tremendous amount of cash of, 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 of dollars. And unfortunately, you know, that just is not there right now, right now, you know, 
the price of oil has gone up, so the, the so the amount so the the oil that uh, China imports is costing more. It's 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 a drag on their economy. Um, the exports are not at there. You know, you've got all these ships sitting off the coast of uh, Los Angeles. They're not you know, so the stuff isn't coming in. So I just see a lot of problems uh, right now related to this. So that's why I'm 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 a little bit I'm a little bit glary right now with Goldman right now. So I just got to be very, <laughs> very careful. Um, hey, I had, I did have a good weekend. I absolutely did have a great, it's finally turning to fall here in Northern Texas, which is very nice. I really like it when it does that because it gets so hot in Texas during the year. It's just, man, it's so hot, but now it's starting to, now it's starting to get into the good part of the year. October, November, December, are a great time here in North Texas. So thank you. I really, really like that. The other thing is I won't be able to go to the pool. That's that's not so good. Um, yeah, the, the indexes have been getting crushed. Let's take a look at the indexes. And and you know, this is this is I, I definitely kind of want to look at these to see kind of where we're at and and you know kind of what we can do. Let's look at the NASDAQ composite first. This is the kind of the, the tale of woe <laughs> that I want to share with you. You know, we were making such great progress on Thursday. We had this nice uptick. But we pulled right back down to the 10-day line. It doesn't look, it looks like it's getting on some support on the 10-day line. But I'm just not seeing it. The problem is I just don't think it has enough power to get, it, at least it hasn't been showing the right kind of power to get above the, we started out so good today too, above this 40-day um, line. And this is a key level, as you can see. I want to see it reverse. I was I was hoping it was going to reverse and go above that 40-day line. If that had been the case, then we possibly would get a distribution day. But right now, right now we are still in this downtrend. So it's just you got to be very careful about initiating new positions. Now it's just tough. Let's look at the S&P 500. The same problem here on this index. We were doing so nice at the 21-day lines, and then today, boom, we're down. We started off good. We didn't finish so well. So again, I just want to see these indexes move above this 40-day line. When they move above this 40-day line, that's kind of where I want to see them because that's where I think we're going to see, you know, the kind of the kind of support that we need. And let's look at the Dow. Of course, the Dow is only 30 stocks, so it's not as much. And it too is not able to hold this 40-day line. Basically, what we want to see is we want to see these indexes above the 40-day line. If it's above the 40-day line, then we're going to have a follow-through day. Then kind of the coast is clear. The sharks are out of the water, and we could get back in. But, boy, right now, not so much. We just have to stay largely in cash, and, and, I'm, and I'm largely in cash. I don't want to be largely in cash, but I am. Why? Because I'm having trouble finding the right things to buy right now that still have upward potential. So it's tough. It's tough out there. So if you're, you know, don't, don't fret. It will, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see some good action, but right now you just got to be super careful. You, you know, really have to be, I think about 50% in cash. I just really think you have to be that right for right now until we see a fall through day, we're still in a market downtrend. So just, you know, I try, you know, it's hard for me because, you know, I see these bargains out here and I want to buy them so badly and I do. And then I get, I get spanked. Let me show you the one that I did buy. Uh, that's in the tech. It's really the only tech I have right now. It's amazing that this is the case. And that's Microsoft MSFT. And, you know, even it, it now, now it's right at the 40-day line, 
but it's pulled back a little bit today. And as you can see, you know, I've been trying to build a position and you know, it's just, boy, it's tough. It's tough. MATX. Okay. That's interesting. Thank you very much for that. Let's uh, take a look at M A. Thank you for that. M A T X. All right. Okay. Matt's in line. Yeah. This is one of the shippers and I did sell my, 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 um, my positions in Matson, as you can see, I, I sold out my shares basically right here. See, I was buying them up, and then I sold them, you know, I, I sold them out right there, and then it's come back down. It looks like it's getting some strength right in the buy zone, but I'm still a little bit leery. Um, yeah, but uh, Matson, it's not looking bad. Oh, okay, here we go. This is an interesting one. This is called TransOcean. This is Rig. It's a very inexpensive stock, but it's a major player. Um, now many of the, <clears throat> this is for offshore. This has been getting some love as of late. Now, the thing about rig is it's, it's <coughs> normally I don't recommend stocks below $10 because a lot of times they're, <coughs> you know, I don't think they're as real, but this is a very real company. If you've ever been down to Houston, you know, this, I mean, these guys, these have offshore rigs and, um, this is a big, this is a big deal company. They're based, I think in Switzerland. That's their, that's their, that's, but finally we're starting to see some love in the oil and gas drilling area, 13 out of 197. Let's take a look at this area. This is not a bad place to look for bargains. Let's look at for setups. Um, let's see if we can, now this is only a 44 checklist. So maybe, maybe rig isn't the one, but let's see if we can find uh, a setup in this area. I haven't been looking in this area as much as I need to, but it's, it's really, it's really doing well right now it's this oil and draft, draft gas drilling area it's starting to make a move and the composite is looking decent so we're starting to see some activity and this is really interesting so we're starting to see some activity so precision drilling pds let's see if that one yes precision drilling that one might be a potential there pd um uh PDS. Now, if the price of oil moves higher, if it moves higher, we're very likely to see some good action in this area. And it has moved above the buy point, the 4452 buy point. So here's one that you might want to put on your radar. It's a little bit more expensive. It's $45 stock. Let's take a look at the checklist on this one. Still not the kind of checklist I want, 55, 56%. Not looking as good as I'd like to see it. But we do have a return to profitability. Their sales are up. That's a good thing. We're still in the money-losing mode, but we have strong cash flow. We have strong, strong cash flow. So here's the thing. Um, I, I think this one might be turning. As you can see, this is, the, this is the weekly chart. So this is one we might want to put on our radar screen, PDS, uh, and it's called precision drilling. So I'm going to kind of put that up on the screen for everybody. Uh, you know, this is sort of, I'm, I'm interested in possibly watch listing this one right now. I, I need it to be a little bit stronger. Um, but this one is, a, is one you might want to, might want to put on your radar. So I would put this on my radar. That's PDS precision drilling corp. Precision drilling, um, precision drilling systems, I guess, is their symbol. But anyways, this is one that, you know, I think that you definitely could put on your radar 
PDS. So um, I'm going to write this down here. Uh, I'm going to start following this one more. I haven't been. Um, this is one of the better ones in the drilling area, but let's see if we can. I just want to take a look at the area where rig is to see kind of how that's set up and see if I can find one. Um, pretty much, let's go to the back to the daily here and let's go kind of to see where we're going. Um, stocks, you know, this is the biggest one, CHX. See, rig is also very large. It's a very large company, but let's look at CHX. Let's see if we can get a little bit better chart than rig. This is a little bit more, well, we could buy that on the reversal. Don't recommend it. Um, hmm. So let's look at other ones that might be Transocean, uh, Noble. Yeah, NE. NE is usually pretty good. Yeah, NE's, NE is in its, um, this is another one that you might want to look at. It's $27 stock, so um, a little bit less expensive in terms of the price. This is right in the buy zone. Um, so Noble Corp, NE. Um, the interesting thing about Noble is that it does, I think they have their own, they do on. They do contract drilling, but they also, I believe, have their own portfolio of of uh, oil and gas wells as well. Sim again, same problem here with the relative strength. So it's still a little bit weak on the checklist. So this is one you might want to look at as well. Uh, it is a noble, N-E is the symbol for that one. So that's an interesting, I, I probably would avoid rig right now, just because it's not set up as well. That's the main thing. It's just not set up as well. All right, let's look at Amazon. And thanks, Ilsa. Uh, AMZN. And of course, you know, they're coming, this is coming into the best quarter of the year. But here's the thing it's, I want, you know, here's the thing about Amazon. Uh, we're training below that 200 day line. I just don't like buying below the 200 day line. So, um, you know, so here's the thing on this one. I just think you got to be careful with with this one right now. It's, this is a tough market to trade. Um, AMZN is below the 200-day line. Don't buy here. And and really, you know, we're in a relatively weak market. So, you know, whereas before we could be you know, we could be a lot less, you know, we could be a lot more forgiving. Right now, we can't be forgiving because the market is in a downtrend. So I would not buy uh, Amazon at this level. I just wouldn't buy it at this level. We're below that. We're trending down and we're below the 200-day line. Now, it probably will turn up again because it looks like it's at the bottom of the consolidation. So it may come down here to 3175 and bounce higher. But Right now, you don't want to catch a falling knife. That's the main thing. It's just you don't want to you don't want to catch a falling knife, and it's so hard. And right now, you know, right now, um, Amazon's a falling knife. <laughs> Amazon is a falling knife. Wow, it's hard to it's hard to believe that, but it's true. It's just this is a tough market. Uh, I mean, this is a really tough market right now. All right, so let's take a look at CGC. Let's see, CGC, canopy growth. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> I made money in, this, in marijuana stocks a few years ago. Okay, I did. I made money in them. But you know what? Here's, here's the problem with marijuana stocks. 
everybody's got one. Everybody, everybody thinks they're going to get rich growing weed. I mean, I think that, you know, probably every other guy in, 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 uh, and gal in, in Oregon is growing weed in their backyard. So there just is no pricing power in this. And, and it's, it's illegal in some States. It's legal in other States. It's, it's legal in Canada. It isn't legal in whatever. And I don't think it's legal in Mexico. Who knows? Just not a good look, just not a good look. We have it. Unfortunately, Canopy growth is is not only is it below the 200-day line, it's below the 40-day line, it's below the 21-day line, and really it's below the 10-day line. So this is just uh, avoid it, avoid, avoid, avoid. This is just you know canopy growth. I think what we got to do on this one, and and you, you just got to avoid the stock really, just just avoid this one. Canopy growth unfortunately is not going to give you, um, you know. It's it's just not going to give you the what you want. I mean, this is a downward trending stock. Just just doesn't look good. The chart doesn't look good. I, it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> it sounds like everybody's going to make a fortune selling weed, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Unfortunately, I don't think so. Thank you for following me, by the way, Randy Fisher 03. Appreciate that very much. Uh, oh, neighbors also. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Neighbors, absolutely. Uh, that's a good drilling company too. You can look at neighbors and Halliburton. Halliburton is more is more uh, Halliburton is more of a um, is is more of a terrestrial play, but it's a good company too, and it should benefit. So let's look at HAL Halliburton. And I haven't had Halliburton in a while. It's starting to show some very nice action, and and this is another one that we could possibly look at because this is coming up to a twenty five dollar buy point. So there's a $25 buy point on Halliburton. It's right below the buy zone. It came right up to that and it pulled back. So there's earnings in eight days. So I wouldn't buy this into earnings, but I would watch this, this one, because this is after earnings, possibly a buy. Okay. Here's the, here's the thing. We're going to look at the, let's look at the checklist. Yeah, 78 checklist. So this is so this is good. So here's what we want to do with Halliburton. We don't want to buy it now because we're too close to earnings. So, um, you know, for Hal, wait until until earnings in eight days, and then. Possibly a buy. So that's kind of, you know, that's that's kind of what you got to do um, with this one as well. I wouldn't buy it into earnings. It's just, it's just too, it's 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 too, it's 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 too difficult. Let's put earnings. So. Here's, here's what I would do with Halliburton. For, for Halliburton, I really think it's set up very nicely. It's a good setup on this one. The $25 uh, buy point, that's very, very reasonable because it looks like we have, you know, we're, 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 we're step, stair-stepping 20, 20, 22, 24, 25. So this is looking very, very good. We're above the 20, we're above that 50 day, that 200 day line. We're also above the 10 day line. That's, that's key. But here is the issue. This is why you don't want to buy it. We are this 10 day line. We're too far extended above this 10 day line. Ideally, you should only buy this within 5% 
of this 10 day line. So let's look, take a look to see. I know this is very technical and, you know, you know, this is just, these are just rule of thumb basically that are, that are from over, over the years, but currently we are 7%, 7.4% above at this level above <laughs> the 10 day line. So here's what we need to do. We need to wait for it to pull back to within 5% of the 10 day line, and then we could possibly buy it. So let's set an alert. And that alert is going to be right about there at about 2410. So that's where we want to possibly set the alert. So the alert is um, 2410. And, and the alert we want to set is, um, you know, uh, consider buying um, within 5% of the 10 day line. That's kind of where we want to, that's kind of where we want to possibly, you know, possibly put it in. So right about here is where I would consider. So I wouldn't buy it today. I'd kind of wait to see if this settles and pulls back to basically right about here. If it pulls back in here and it bounces, or if it bounces on this line, this 20, this 10 day line, as it's reversing, that's an ideal time to buy this. I really like this area. Uh, oil and gas are, are getting much better. It's 39 out of 197. This is an improving area. So I do think that with the price of oil, we're going to see some more activity from Halliburton. Uh, just because, you know, there's going to be more drilling and it's just going to be out there. So that's, uh, that's one thing to look at. Hey, Mark, hope you're having a good day today. And uh, let's look at... Um, uh, let's look at Oracle, O-R-C-L. And I haven't traded Oracle in a long time, but it's in a buy zone right now. So you, you've, you've got a, you've got a good eye there, Mark, because this is definitely, it's, it's down a little bit after ours, but it's right in the buy zone. Let's see how far extended above that 10 day line it is. That's key. You know, if the better your entries, the better you're going to do. So that's why I'm spending so much time on this. Currently, um, it, we're, 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 this is buyable because we're through within 5% of the 10 day line. So currently this is buyable. It's in the buy zone, but the question is, do we want to buy it? Um, the checklist is decent and the area is pretty good. 32 out of one, one, uh, 97. So this is, doesn't look bad, but I just don't know. I probably wouldn't go into this one. I probably would be a watch list on this one just because I'm still not convinced that the market is not headed lower, especially the NASDAQ and this is a NASDAQ stock. So I'm, I'm not convinced of that. I think that the strength currently is, is in the inflation stocks in the inflation hedges. And that's really the E&Ps. That's really the oils for right now, at least for right now. So that's, that's why I think that, you know, you kind of got to watch list it, uh, you know, watch this. Ah, very good. G Mr. Jim, are you still bullish on LC? Yes, I am. This is one of the areas in the financials that I like. Now this isn't really a, <laughs> this isn't really a financial. What this is, is this is a company that rates loan lending, but it's called lending club. And of course there's several, there's several companies that are in this, in this, in this business. And one of them is Lending Club. Now, this action today it pulled all the way down to the to the to the um, to to the 21 day line. It's below the 10 day line. This actually 
if this reverses, this is probably a good entry point. Why? Because we don't, we want to buy them as close as we can to that 10 day, day line, as close as we can. Now, the buy point on this one is 38.92. Currently, it's at 41, 41.20. So we are technically, <laughs> and I mean technically, we are technically in the buy zone because we are technically within 5% of that level. So we're technically in the buy zone. Now, this is a base on base consolidation, which is not necessarily the greatest pattern. It's got a 78 uh, relative strength. This is a more high risk. This is, this is more high risk because it's in a consumer services area 119. I really don't think this is appropriately. Uh, oh, that's Franklin Coffee. <laughs> I'm going to look at Linda Club. Sorry. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes. Okay. This is my buy point for Lending Club. Now, the buy point on it is 20.09. Okay. It's at 30. So we're extended. There's no way to, there's just, there's just no way to, there's no way around it. We are extended. Okay. 20.09 is the buy point. The thing is, it seems like we have gotten some strength. We've gotten some support here. Now, the specialty financial services, I really like this area because it's 20 out of 197. So I really like that. Um, we've got we've had some some fairly strong buying on Thursday and Friday. We had some selling here today, but I do think that if we move above this this here, this level here, we may be in a situation that's viable. I would not buy a full position on this one, but I love the checklist on this one. 89 checklist. And at $30, I think this is possibly a good place. So here's what I would do on this one. I really kind of want to see it move. I, I still I still am bullish on this. Um, I still am bullish on this, and I think that you could get into it right at about this level. Now, I'd kind of like to see it pull back a little bit more, but at this level, at where close today, let's see. I want to track it. I want to see how far above that 10-day line it is. Yeah. It's it's a little bit high. It's I really kind of want to see it move lower. It's it's um, it's basically five point six percent above that ten day line. So we're a little bit high. They're a little bit high here. What I would like to do here is see if we can buy it within ten within five percent of the ten day line. That might be a very aggressive entry point. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a little line like this and. Basically, I think that, you know, if we could see it come back to maybe 30, if we could buy it right about 30, that would be right about 30. That would be a pretty good entry place. It is a little bit tight into earnings. And I want to take a look at some of the fundamentals. I don't think they've had earnings. Well, I know they have. But one thing I do like about this stock is look at the, look at the sales up 416%, and they're starting to turn positive. That's very powerful. We still have a negative cash flow, though. So we've only been positive for part of the year. We haven't been for positive for the whole year, as you can see. Um, we have a lot of funds in this, 321 funds. So technically, uh, fundamentally, this is looking fairly good. Fundamentally, this is looking fairly good. The industry is good. The funds are good. But I just think it's a little extended at this level. I want to see it pull back just a tad more, and then I possibly might buy it. But it does look like it's coming out of a little cup consolidation. This isn't a true cup because it isn't wide enough, but it does look like it's coming out of that. So I am, I am actually very bullish on LC. 
and and it is on my watch list. I have not pulled the trigger on it because I want I don't want to buy it on a, on a red day. I just don't want to do that. I want to buy it as the market is moving up. But right now, LC looks pretty good. It does. Uh, I will I will be honest on that. Let's look at uh, PayPal, and that's PYPL. This is another stock that I really like. It's I've I've bought and sold this a bunch of times. I just don't have the stomach to hold it. That's the problem. I don't have a stomach to hold it as it moves below that 200-day line. I just don't like to hold stocks that are not moving. Uh, and that's the, definitely been the case here. Now, the question is, will it get support? As you can see, you know, I basically sold out here. As you can see, I've sold out. We've, we've retraced. We've moved below the 40-day the, uh, line. We're below the... the the, the we're below the 200-day uh, line, so if we're get, hopefully we're going to be getting some support here. If we are, then we might get back in. But right now we can't do anything. Just doesn't have a good enough checklist. It's only a 44%. So right now on this one, you just gotta watch this. And this is this is frustrating because I like this stock a lot, but we gotta watch this. This is not a buy right now. This is just not a buy. It's just not in the right area of the market. Um, you know we've we've got to be buying you know, what the rest of the market's buying. And right now they're buying the oils and maybe a little bit of the financials. That's the reason. It's the only reason why LC I like is because, because of that, but uh, it's just tough. Um, would you consider buy, buy uh, no, I would not. I, w I actually was shorting Baba uh, until very recently. Uh, I am just really worried about what's happening in the, the Chinese market in general. This to me looks like the beginning of, of a short, as you can see, this is what happens when when something shorts. It was way up here at 319, and then as you can see, it's been as it's been coming down. It's been coming up and then down and then up. And that, these are dead cat bounces. See that came up above that 40-day line. It's come up above that 40-day line, but look at where it closed. It closed low. So there's been buying here, but my guess is tomorrow you're going to see this thing move lower. So this is my guess. I, I do believe, you know, I was a little bit early in my in my bear put spread, but I'm still thinking about putting one on. Why? Because I do see this one moving lower. I don't see this moving higher. I see that it's running out of gas. And it's running out of gas. So I would not consider buying Baba. It does not look like it's going to reverse. It looks like it's going to reverse lower. So that's the thing you got to be careful with. I would just be very careful with Baba right now. It might be a good short, though. It might be a good short. What is the ticker for the Erythium uh, ETF? Great. Thank you. It's um, <clears throat> it, it's E-T-H-E. That's the E-T-H-E. So let me put that up for you. Um, that's an interesting one. This is this is the one I like, uh, the ETF. Now, I'm not trading it currently because right now it's in a downward trend. But I think that if you if you can get into it, where you want to get into it is when it when it moves above that trend line. Okay, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to set alert on that trend line. And let's see if it'll let me do this. I want to. I don't. I don't want to set that. What I want to do is I want to go. I want to click on that. There we go. And I think this will let us now. Yeah, it'll set. It'll let us set the alert now. Okay. So what I'm what I'm doing here is this is the trend line. Okay, I want to only buy this as making higher highs. Currently, the intermediate higher high was 38.69. See, but it and it's moving up, but it's pulled back a little bit. We st it's still quite strong. It's got a 98 um, a 98 relative strength. Now, 
when you're dealing with ETFs, the checklist doesn't work because it's an ETF, and it's not it it doesn't it doesn't work. So that's not and only parts of it work. So here's the thing with the Erythium, the Grayscale Erythium Trust, and this is a potentially a very good way to go. Four percent of the world's Erythium is owned by this company called Grayscale, and it's in an ETF. This is the same with Bitcoin, same thing. Uh, and this is something that this is a much smaller this is this is a much smaller trust than the than than the GBTC, but it's still it's still very very interesting interesting. So this is the this is the ETF for Erythium, ETHE ETHE is that is the symbol for it. So it's very interesting uh, on that. I don't I haven't really traded it that much yet, uh, but uh, but that's the way it is. Okay, let's look at Neo. Um, and I haven't really talked about Tesla today, which is amazing. Neo is still, unfortunately, in this downward trend, and uh, you know it's just a tough market. Uh, China is, you know, there's some good stuff in China, but I just Chinese Chinese stocks right now are just getting hurt because of all the government actions, and um, you know it's just a tough market right now for any Chinese stocks. And China exposure just is a tough is is a tough row right now. Currently, um, you know, it's it's it it was rallying a little bit, but right now I just think you just I just don't think I just don't think it's a it's it's a buy. I think you just gotta I just think you gotta avoid this one. I, I you know, I mean, this was a great stock last year, but I think you just have to avoid. I just think you just have to avoid Neo right now. It just doesn't have the. It doesn't have it doesn't have the strength. It doesn't have the, the strength that um, that I would like to see. So I just again you gotta um, you gotta avoid it. By the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I am showing charts, but you gotta go unfortunately to YouTube to see it. It's super easy. Just go to my profile, scroll on down, and you'll be able to see it. Unfortunately, I can't broadcast the charts on TikTok. Uh, I wish I could, um, but to, hopefully I will be eventually. But I can't do it now. So you got to go to um, you've got to go to um, you've you've got to go to the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is super easy to get to. Just go to my profile, scroll all the way down, and then click on that, and you'll be good to go, and you'll be able to see it. Um, all right. So I think this is probably the last question. We're right at about an hour here. Oh, very good question. Uh, curious about Bobo. So it's very good, very good, very good, very good. Okay, I think you're smart to sell your Baba shares. I, I just, I think it's going lower. I, I, I mean, now, you know, who could tell? But um, I was shorting Baba. I think it's a short. I really do believe that. Because you can see what's happened here, and I want to show you this. Thank you for this question. This is a very good question, by the way, on, on, on Baba. So I'm going to put that up here. So what's happening is that, Unfortunately, as you can see, the 40-day the, the line crossed below the 200-day line. That means that it's decelerating. That's what they call the death cross. It's come down, and now BABA is trying to hold on to this 40-day line, and you can see it can't. What's happening is it's coming up, and then it can't go any higher. It's pulling back. It's coming up, pulling back, coming up, pulling back. But the trend is down, unfortunately. it's The trend is down. And yes, it did pull up, but my guess is it's going down. And the relative strength is eight. So I just think you got to be out of it. And I think you're wise to sell it. Now, it's painful when you sell these. And, and, and I could be, you know, it could just 
pop up tomorrow and I could be as wrong as as wrong can be. But um, uh, I, I just think you got to I think you got to get out of it. I think you got to get a bomb right now. Let's look at we looked at PayPal uh, um, earlier, but let's look at it once more. And I want to show you the two stocks that I do like today. You know, I, I, I'm not trying to be negative. I think with PayPal, you just got to wait because we're, we're, we're below that 200-day line. So it's just for, for PayPal, I like the stock, but I don't, I don't like it right now. So I think you got to avoid the stock for now. And I think you got to watch list it. That's really what you got to do with PayPal. The two stocks I do like, though, and I, you know, are... Um, I do like, well, I like several stocks. One of the ones I stock in, I've been buying this one, is EOG. This is a driller. This is a, this is a, this is a driller. This is one I do like. Now, it's off a little bit after hours, but it is currently in a buy zone. So EOG, I, I definitely like. And also to reiterate, one, one, another one that I do like is I do like P, uh, PDS. This is also in the oil sector. This is precision drilling. It's also in a buy zone. So this is another one that you might want to look at. And one I think that is setting up very nicely is called Lending Club. And it's a relatively new issue. It's, it's sort of an IPO. I wouldn't buy this one now. Um, with, with, ED, with EOS, uh, with, uh, with, um, with EOG and PDS, I would buy them now. But with Lending Club, LG, uh, LC, excuse me, I wouldn't buy this one yet. I would wait for this one to move a little bit higher. But this is another one I really, really like, and it's called Lending Club. So I have gone through all the slides. Let's see if I've got one more here. Thank you very, very much for everything. Um, and uh, I will be back tomorrow. I couldn't get to everybody today, but um, thank, you for, thank you for that. I'll be back tomorrow at 3.30 Central. And uh, happy trading, everybody. Stay safe. It's a tough market right now. We thought we were going to get a fall through day today. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Stay in cash right now, and there will be opportunities. If you want, if you want two that I think are ready right now, that is uh, EOG Resources and PDS, which is a drilling company, and then also GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is also doing well. Okay, I will see you tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Please tell your friends if you send three people to the free action trailers, you get a mug.